When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, five o'clock on a Thursday. It does feel like a Friday. We said that earlier, but that's kind of a nice feeling for a Thursday. Hanging out with Lori and Julia. We've got a nice dirt alert with Holly coming up. One of our last... Two with the lovely Holly Roberts. Yeah, uh, Ellie, did you do some investigative music journalism over there? On the I break? did, yeah. So we have that uh, Strokes clip if we want to hear a little bit of how that sounds. Okay, so it's Olivia Wilde yep. uh, stepped out of a gym today wearing the Strokes. They're the cover, basically, the logo of their 2001 band. And I didn't realize that uh, Harry Styles, when as it was came out, people felt like they felt the familiarity. It sounded like that garage, indie garage rock. And people thought, as it was, sounded very much like one way trigger by the stroke. And she's wearing this kind of to slam Harry a little Not bit. Kind of. Right, one could say that she definitely is letting us go. know something. There we go. I wasn't totally sold, and then I heard it, and I'm, I'm you gotta okay, listen to it. Okay, what are we gonna right. listen to first? So that's one way trigger by the Strokes that we just heard. Yeah, yeah. That was so that trigger. was that was the the Strokes, and here we have as it was. So last year, like in September, you know, people were just like that was a big rumor. Like people were like, oh my gosh, Harry's coasting as the Strokes with as it was, and um. One way trigger, and you know, anyway, so it's an inside thing that Olivia's hoping eagle eyed fans would pick up on, and there you go. They but just I, did. but but do you, who is she hoping this it, gets it just, to? She's listen, she's hurt, I know she's uh, yes. acting out in social media, much like Madonna and her writing crap. <laughs> you know, this is how people do you play the game of word, a picture is worth a thousand words, it stirs up everything. Just like, uh, you know, the news of, uh, you know, Jared, comic Jared Carmichael getting the hosting job for the Golden Globes. I mean, he doesn't have much notice. That damn show is on a Tuesday night, uh, January 10th, I think, or something like that. It's so great. Tuesday, January 10th. And so they have chosen him and... uh, He's both black and gay, which covers a couple of bases for the yeah. Hollywood Foreign Press Association after a long public struggle over diversity and inclusion. He took home an Emmy for doing his critically acclaimed Jared Carmichael, Roth Annual, on Netflix, which I think he watched it, didn't he? He's hysterical. I, I fell in love with him because I didn't know who he was before he hosted SNL. And then he won an Emmy for that oh. hosting gig on SNL. I he's just funny. Thought, he's endearing. He's, it's a good choice. He, I think it's wonderful. Great choice. And he's so dry. Um, yeah. I really like him. He's really good. And he was on... 
He had a semi-autobiographical NBC yes. sitcom, The Carmichael Show, for two years yes. on NBC that I didn't. I never watched. No, I know. He's a he's a fun guy, Jay. It's Jared with a J. Jared with a J. R R O D. And then you know Chelsea Handler is hosting the Critics Choice Award. Love that. Yeah, like five days later. Okay, Top Gun. Uh, Tom Cruise got some good news today. The National Board of Review named Top Gun Maverick its best film of 2022. Tom Cruise will be presenting at the Oscars this year. Maybe he'll be uh, nominated. I hope Top Gun get no- gets yeah, nominated because well, this would this would restore some faith for a lot of people who who go went to this damn movie and all the big movies never get nominated right, anymore. Right. Well, the National Board of Review does not. It has a mixed record for right. um, Oscars predictor. Last year, its top film was Licorice Pizza, which did get. Three Oscar nominations, including Best Picture. And in 2020, National uh, uh, Board of Review gave uh, The Five Bloods its Best Picture, which that just that got you know, one nomination. Mm-hmm. In 2019, they selected The Irishman, which was a... hated that, too. Yeah. I can't... Yeah, all these feel very... Yeah, so we can't niche. look to the NBR yeah. for anything, but Steven Spielberg won Best Director for The Fablemans and The Banshees of Anishirin won uh, for Best Actor, Colin Farrell, Best Supporting, Brendan Gleeson, and Best Original Depressing Screenplay. The Whale. And yes, I did. No, this is The Banshees. Oh. Won all three of those under the national... Oh, gosh. People either love that movie or hate it that I know that have seen it. I don't know anyone who's seen it. Oh, I do. I, I don't know. know anyone who's seen it. You know, the one other thing that Tom Cruise has good news today is he's going to be honored with something at the Producers Guild in February. He's yeah. getting a big national honor. Yeah. You know, he he drives, he makes he, he makes people movie, money. He saved the movie theaters this I mean, summer. Yeah. There's something to be said, and I really hope the Academy realizes people want to watch an award show with movies that they know what they're about. And yeah, yeah. Period. And please invite, you know, all Will of our Smith. legends Will to Smith present and, and Chris Rock. Yeah. Um, who, by the way, Chris Rock, when he's on the, on the phone, he says, hello, this is Christopher Rock. Just if you want to know, I learned that so, watching Drew Barrymore. So when we see him next hey, time, Christopher, we're not going to call him Chris. We're going to call him Christopher. I will also, this is such good prep, Lori. Isn't it? Thank you. That's such a good insight. I also watched... Um, <laughs> People, feel free to use it when you run into him on the street. Jimmy Fallon had... I wanted to see Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, um, how was she? Oh, she's good. She gives us good couch. Um, she, she just turned 65. No, she's still 64. Is she? She hasn't turned 65 She turns 65 next year. But she was talking about, you know, she got nominated. Um, she's nominated for Showtime's the the... First Wives? Yeah, or, the First Wives Club or something? Not no. the First Wives Club, but whatever, where she plays, you know, Nancy Reagan. Yeah. Viola Davis plays Michelle, whatever that Showtime series was. Um, she was First not, Lady. Yeah, First Lady. The and First Lady, yeah. She talked about perfume, that she came up with a fragrance. and But my favorite story that she told was that Fallon asked her how she came to play Catwoman because he said, her, you're my favorite Catwoman, that whole outfit patent leather with the whip yeah, stitching it iconic it was great i wish madonna would find one of those outfits and get something made like that go all in on that i'm look. sorry it would be too much because i don't think you could handle the truth laurie 
if she turned around. Okay, fine. But here's what uh, here's what because uh, you're totally agreeing with me. Yeah, Michelle, it's maybe but, not going to work great on her new bottom. Right, you're right. You're it would right. it would freak us out way too. It yeah. would, we would we have can't to handle the no, truth of that latex. No, we couldn't. That so kind I'm, of latex truth is not no, for us. It's we're not we're not ready. But here's what Michelle Pfeiffer also amazing in the fabulous Baker Boys and Scarface. Oh. She shared that she only got the Catwoman role when Annette Benning turned it down. Dropped out when really? she got pregnant oh. with her first child with Warren Beatty. That's a good. That's a good little story. nugget. Yeah, yeah. She said she was someone great. was cast before me, Annette Benning, who was wonderful, and then she got pregnant. Awesome, and then I got the part. Awesome. <laughs> So she was just very matter of fact about it, but I don't know that any of us ever knew that. I did not know, and she was amazing, amazing, as Catwoman. Oh. amazing. Yeah. And then people are losing their mind because um, uh, Michelle Yeoh, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, and many other things. She is going to play the headmistress in um, Madame Morible in um, the Wiz, or um, not the Wiz, not the Wiz, Wicked, the Wicked, Wicked. Yeah. Wicked. Wicked. People are super excited about that. It reunites her with her Crazy Rich Asian director, Richard Chu. Fantastic. I mean, I love Crazy Rich Asians, and Michelle Yeoh is just a powerhouse. She dominates the screen. If you haven't seen that, that'd be a good That's so good. And so people, the fans are excited about her playing Madame Marie Blade. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is going to play the wizard, and Bridgerton star Jonathan Bailey is Fierro. I like that. Yeah. Is that uh, Anthony? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So it, that. But I love the name. It brings back memories of you it? drove a Fiero once and I drove yeah. a Fiero once. I drove a red one for a little while. Yeah. What color was yours? Red. red. Remember the Fiero? Remember red. that? Yeah. Remember that car? That I was everything that in the 80s. It was a very good car to flirt in because oh. you were so low. Everyone was, could look down into your teeth. Your tea drop window. It was seriously. And they could see your hand on your thighs. Oh, thighs your legs. Your yes. legs. Yes. skirt was I way up like and then you shifting. Posed at oh, every I did. Every stoplight. Stop and Can then I would peruse the personal like looking for someone who spotted the hot girl in the Ferrari. I got asked street. out at a stoplight once. Yeah. Did I, you? I got pulled up and I just, the girl was sitting in the lower car mm-hmm. like that and she yeah. looked over, had her window down, kind of had her mm-hmm. knee up and then she looked up at me, told me to roll her window down and I told me to roll the I looked over and she goes, What's your name? Yeah, you want to go out? And I was like, Grant, I'm like, no, I have a girlfriend. Thank you. And, oh, Grant. Well, I did Jeff at the time. I did have a girlfriend, so I wasn't. Right, but fine. but it was Why really. Would a coffee would have, wouldn't have killed you. That's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> anyway, this damn wicked thing. We won't see it. It's going to be. It's being filmed two different movies. Christmas I, 2024. Christmas 2025. I'm sick of talking about it. They're getting a lot of press for something that isn't even close. Well, I know, but look at all the... This is good news. We can get excited about it. It's the 11th longest-running show on Broadway, by the way. If you've never seen it. It's so good. If you've never... It's the bomb. I've mm-hmm. seen it... I think we've seen it two or three times. I remember seeing it, and I thought, oh... This is the best show in the world. Beyond. And then Jersey, Then we saw Jersey Boys, and mm-hmm. they were like, oh, that is also right up there with Wicked. And they you had, the, they had the Neil Diamond people performing this morning oh, at Good I Morning. Know. I had to fast forward because I, I know. know how bad it is. Yeah, a beautiful noise. Oh, I felt bad. But everyone loves seeing Neil doing the sing-along at the theater, but that's right. not going to be an every night thing. All right, we got to go. <laughs> it's the time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert.
Second to the last dirt alert with you. The penultimate. The penultimate episode. Oh. That is correct. Yes. And we need to clarify some gossip that we talked about yesterday. Oh, and that would be Tony Collette divorcing her husband of decades, Dave Galafassi. Okay. Now, Tony Collette has edited her divorce statement on social media to clarify that she's been separated from her husband for a, quote, substantial period. Okay. Well, I mean, she has to say that, Wendy. That's like the Amy Robach and TJ Holmes uh, defense. We've been separated from our spouses since August. Whenever the bad photos come out showing someone making out... With somebody else, what else are you going to say? you got to say that. Yeah, the photographs came out yesterday of her husband, Dave Galafassi, basically eating the face of Shannon Egan mm. in the water off of Sydney, Australia. A much younger yes. woman. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'd say that. I would give that advice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's just clarifying that. Somebody else doing a little clarifying this afternoon would be Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, oh I knew this was going to happen. Course. Silly Jayla. Yes. Now, Jennifer Lawrence is clarifying a statement she made in an interview with Viola Davis as part of Variety's Actors on Actors, in which she sh- said the following, quote, I remember when I was doing Hunger Games, nobody had ever put a woman in the lead of an action movie because it wouldn't work, we were told. Girls and boys can't both identify with a male lead, but boys cannot identify with a female lead. Oh, dear. Yeah, now she went to the Hollywood Reporter, the competitor. Oh, she did? Yeah, and clarified the statements there. She said, that's certainly not what I meant to say at all. I know that I'm not the only woman who has ever led an action film. She said, what I meant to emphasize was how good it feels. And I meant that with Viola (laughs) to blow past these old myths that you hear about, about the chatter that you would hear around this kind of thing. But it was my blunder and it came out wrong. She finishes by saying, I had nerves talking to a living legend. Okay. I, she bugs me. <laughs> she bugs you. Yeah. She bugs me so bad. Oh, oh, well, she was sitting and doing the, the, the interview there. Well, it was a... Well, she did not heed your advice. Never complain, never explain. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it is kind of funny that she went to the Hollywood Reporter to clarify a variety yeah, interview. Yeah, it's kind of like shady on her part by doing it that way. When I, it was a variety sit down. Everything about her bugs yeah. me. Yeah. I loved it. We were in love with her. Well, I think that your your yeah. feelings toward Jennifer Lawrence aren't completely alien to folks. Where you know, she was, was she was on that trajectory of being everyone's relatable Hollywood darling. Yeah, you know, stumbling up on stage to get yeah, her she was Oscars. Hysterical. She was so delightful, and then she started talking. Oh, oh Julia! Whoa! People say the same she thing bugs, about me. She bugs you. She I don't know bug why, me. but mm-hmm. I I heard you guys talking about it in a blind item today, Holly, didn't I? Uh, yes. Yeah, that she What's bugs. She bugs clean too. Oh, she does. Doesn't she? Can I pick that up? Well, the one thing I will say about Jennifer Lawrence. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you. Decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. ...is that she was miscast a lot early on in her career. At least, in my opinion, she was always cast in roles that were way too old for her. Yeah. Okay. Like Silver Linings Playbook. Was that all the David O. Russell movies? Yes. Yeah. And didn't she have a thing with him? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Uh, American Hustle, you guys remember that yes. movie? Yeah. She was, she's supposed to be playing characters that are at least a good 15 years older than she is. And mm-hmm. she just didn't have the gravitas, the weight, the experience in body and projection yeah. to carry those kind of characters. I mean, you know, there are, there are a lot of, mm, anti-lawyer blind item things about Jennifer Lawrence, perhaps why she stepped away from the spotlight at strategic moments in her career. Oh, really? She wanted to maybe move the conversation in different directions. Okay. Yeah. So, we'll leave it at that. Have there been any blinds in anti-lawyer about the escandalo of T.J. Holmes and Amy Robach? Well, the one blind item that we talked about today, Lori, was the fact that, did you guys see the photographs of Amy Robach yes. out and about walking her dogs? Yeah, I mean, that yes. one yesterday, that's what the PR crisis manager um, set up for her, but then she opened her mouth. Why'd she do that? Well, the blind item is regarding those photographs is that Amy Robach set up the paparazzi move herself. Well, her because, crisis manager. Well, because she PR wants person. the attention and she yeah. likes to talk to them. So yeah. this was something that, you know, if you say that she was talking to them and, rather than just, you know, walking the dog and right. yeah. whatever, that that was a little bit of uh, more Amy Robach than crisis PR. Yeah, you guys really need to get a life. I'm sorry. It's kind of over now. Thanks. She did not need to say that. I wish she wouldn't have said that. Oh, Yay. yikes. So where do you guys stand on this today? Well, she's going to keep his yeah. her job. And he is, and he's going to lose his. TJ's lowered himself out yep. of the building he because has. he's had so many affairs With at work. people and lower at levels work. than him. Yeah. Oh, so yikes. Now, Amy Robach was photographed with a friend in New York City Step today. two. Mm-hmm. Pictures worth a thousand words. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're wearing matching camel trench yes, coats. Yes, yes. And looking very serious. But she just, you know, for what it's worth, it seems like she is kind of amused by it all. Well, and she's dressing yesterday like she was in a Nancy Myers movie. Oh, she, was she her what? outfit very put together, glam. You should everything. tell people what Nancy Myers movies are. Oh, like because um, I could barely think of one. I was thinking, no, that Diane Keaton and Keanu Reeves that movie were there at in Nantucket or Cape Cod or whatever. She it's does, complicated. It's complicated. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, the uh, Diane Keaton has been in several of her movies. Okay, we're, yeah, wearing good, you know, preppy kind of clothes. Okay. Yeah, think chunky knit sweaters yeah. okay. and l- wonderful cream and neutral colors. Mm-hmm. That's there how Amy yes. was dressed yesterday. Yes, totally. Like yes. out of a movie. <laughs> yeah, Nancy Myers core. Uh, over in the award show season, hey, look out for Top Gun Maverick. It was named the best film of 2022 by the National Board of Review. We're okay with this. Yeah. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, other winners over at the National Board of Review include Steven Spielberg, Best Director, Colin Farrell, Best Actor, and Michelle Yeoh for Best Actress. Oh, for everything, everywhere, all at once. Did you watch that movie? I have not. Okay. 
I am only in one place at one time. Right, <laughs> so it's kind of hard to watch all the things. But with the National Board of Review, always look out for the winners of this award in particular, because oftentimes with the best picture at the National Board of Review, pretty much guaranteed that they're going to be nominated for a best picture Oscar. Mm-hmm. And would I, it would be shocking if Top Gun Maverick didn't. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh we're going, get, we're going to get a Rush Hour 4. Remember those movies? Oh, really? Are people asking for that? No, but we're no. probably okay. going to get it anyways. Uh, Jackie Chan appearing at the Red oh. Sea Film Festival today, mm-hmm. where he said that he's currently in talks to make a fourth Rush Hour movie. He said conversations are happening to discuss a script. Now, I don't know who they're going to get to direct this movie because Brett Ratner directed all three of those Rush Hour movies. He hasn't directed a movie since 2014, and back in November of 2017, seven women, including Olivia Munn and Natasha Henstrich, accused him of sexual harassment and misconduct. Oh, Yeah, Warner Brothers severed all ties with him, so... We'll see how that happens. But you know what? Jackie Chan's going to try to will that into being. But a movie that's not going to be willed into being is another Wonder Woman movie. We can't figure out why this isn't happening. Well, the last one was 19 hours long and no one watched well, it. Well, the last one wasn't great, but they should have had Patty direct it. Well, first agreed, of all. agreed, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah, word is. It's a lot of money. It's a, exactly, Julia. It's a lot of money. And next week, it's going to be announced a new strategy for the DC Cinematic Universe. James Gunn has the head honcho job over there. And he did say of their plans that it's built upon what has really worked and will rectify what is not. And he did say it's not going to please everyone. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, Discovery Warner Brothers is trying to figure out their kitchen. They're trying to figure out how to not hemorrhage money over there. So that includes no Chris Pine in a fanny pack, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. What are we? Yeah, I know. What are we going to mm-hmm. say about that? And finally, Mariah Carey also setting the record straight today. She has never called herself the Queen of Christmas. So get it right. Lori, watch I watched that. that interview and she was rather hysterical and she like double dog downed on it. She was like, you can look everywhere. Nowhere did I say I was. Nowhere right. did I say I wanted to be. I never filed for it. She she spent three minutes clarifying that. It was kind of funny. Glad she set the record straight. She did. Yes. yes. So we'll just call her Mariah Carey, I guess. There you go. World's number one Hello Kitty fan. Closely followed by you, Lori. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, Holly. All right. I don't have a theory, but science has proven a theory, and I guess they have proven it uh, because I'm I'm flipping around in the Journal of Allergy and Clinical Immunology. I love how she just throws it out there, Uh like, of course, this just came on Tuesday, (laughs) but I didn't get to it until yesterday. But scientists believe they have, not believe, they finally know why people get more colds and flu in the winter than over the summer. Well, what do you think the theory is? Why we get it more in the winter? You seem to think it's very obvious. I would like to know, Miss Smarty Pants, who's not reading any of the journals I'm reading. <laughs> all right. Well, I can't because I'm so busy reading neurospace science. Right. So why ones. do you think, okay. people? Why? You're in, in more enclosed areas. <clears throat> the cold weather up your nose that is actually actually, i would think it's because it's cold it is cold because 
Because germs are present year-round. I right? mean, think back to a summer cold. But in what researchers are calling a scientific breakthrough, scientists behind this new study have found the biological reason we get more respiratory illnesses in the winter. Cold air itself damages the immune response that occurs all the time in your nose. This is the first time they have a biologic molecular explanation. All right about why immune response is limited by cold temperatures. In fact, they've discovered that reducing the temperature inside the nose by as little as 9 degrees Fahrenheit kills nearly 50% of the billions of virus and bacteria-fighting cells you have in your nostrils. And But it's not... No, because here's what happens. Cells... When a virus enters, because that's how it enters, you get it through the nose. Right, right. And these little extracellular vessels, or vessels, I don't know if I'm saying I know the word, I know the word. EVs. Yeah. But they're little mini versions of cells that are designed to go out and kill these viruses. And the EVs act as decoys, so when you inhale a virus, the virus sticks to these decoys instead of sticking to the cells. It's like the scientists explained it, if you kick a hornet's nest... What happens, you might see a few hornets flying around, but when you kick it, all of them fly out of the nest to attack before that animal can get into the nest. The way the body mops up these inhaled viruses so they can never get into the cell in the first place, but the cold air kills them. Got it. So the nose is armed with superpowers. Okay. Well, the nose we already know, and don't pick it if you don't want Alzheimer's and dementia. Right. And and the reason (laughs) why, like, immunity, like, the mask is like a sweater for your nose, so it was keeping people's noses warm, Mm -hmm. because a warm nose can fight off any possible virus. It's kind of an exciting... Uh, I like it. Well, it's what you would think. I mean, we get cold in the winter because we're cold. Right. The cold air. But, but I never knew the exact reason. It's your nose temperature, just even nine degree difference. That's right. 50% of, of your fighting superpower. I want you to tell me, is this the same reason it it runs when it's cold out? You're going on a walk and your eyes run and your nose runs? Julia. Um, is that too much detail? No. no follow-up questions? No. All right. Sorry. You're right, Grant. But, but what <laughs> scientists kidding. are hoping for is that topical nasal medications that can build on this scientific revelation so that these new pharmaceuticals can essentially trick the nose into thinking it has just seen a virus. I'm going to tell you, if you feel like this is the one that everyone is swears by, if you feel like, because I get respiratory infections mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. If I get a cold, it goes to my lungs. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to use Flonase. Flonase is like this miracle. I use it during allergy season. Yeah, I forgot to use it at the beginning of this okay. thing that I got a month ago. Yeah, But it really, it kills because it stops post-nasal drip. Yeah. So that's another thing. So all right. I, I love it. So scientists, I'm glad you know, read that last night. I know. I thought I, you were bowling. Near you were reading the important things. Julia, yeah. <laughs> he was educated. When I saw that the Journal of Allergy and Clinical Immunology mm-hmm. had arrived last night, I was like, let me find the most interesting Casey, study. stay away. I've got to read. That's right. I've got a job to do. Uh, now, do you think... Eating cheese gives you a nightmare. Does anyone have that theory? I've heard that. You really? Have? I don't eat it that much. You don't? No, it's not my go-to. Grant, have you ever heard that theory? I've heard it. I'm not a big cheese. Why would consumer. that is? 
people, twenty about 23% of people have had a bad dream after eating cheese at night. And the cheese... Is I mean, it, this is an urban legend uh, between cheese and scary dreams that's been around for years. So, yeah. I feel like I don't even Over a century anymore. when I Googled it. Really? Oh, yeah. I've heard cheese and peanut butter cause sleepwalking. And if you have a sleepwalking problem, it'll make it worse. Mm-hmm. I've I actually, like, some people have tried to, like, prove that. And they say, like, oh, yeah, cheese, I don't know if it's, like, you know, psychosomatic, but it, I do sleepwalk when I eat it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, okay. It is, and I guess okay. the boots are they really... wearing go girls or go yeah. po- you know the GoPros? That'd be funny. Yeah. If you're I I never I feel like this doesn't I have no And it doesn't affect you no, at all. No. Yeah. Well, the top nightmare cheese is cheddar, closely followed <laughs> by mozzarella and then brie. <laughs> Those are the ones that the That's Brits hysterical the top nightmare cheese. Those is are cheddar. the nightmare cheeses because cheese eating is the eating of cheese at the holidays really goes up. Oh, because there's way. So many I saw the cutest charcuterie uh, board shaped yeah. like a Christmas tree with just cheeses, and it uh, looks so cute. Yes, exactly. She, you love, you like I your love cheese. cheese. I've yours. never had a bad dream from cheese in my life. I've cheese. had a bad dream from shows. The I, Devil's yes. Hour. Oh. Um, the, after that first episode, oh. I had like a bad dream Did you wake that up first at 3:33 night. A.M. No, I didn't, but it gave me a bad. I mean, I've had dreams you from dream. shows. You do dream from uh, nothing. I wake up slowly. That's oh. the key. Wake oh. up. I mean, don't like stay in bed for a minute. Maybe roll your sacrum back and forth on your mattress, the small of your back. Hug your knees, wake up slowly, and you might remember what you dreamt about. I've heard light sleepers too tend to remember their dreams more because they're spending more time in like the not deep REM cycle. Okay, I all right, I'm defunking Ollie's right now or debunking. Debunking as opposed to defunk, which comes very close to another word. I got all nervous. No, I'm I I like to defunk, Mm -hmm. and so because I'm a light sleeper, but I don't I don't remember. I've dreamed a while. I remember my dreams thoroughly, and this is weird, but I had a dream last night. The two of you were involved. Really? Uh-oh. We were on a live broadcast. Oh, was my. your mouth taped shut so you were doing your nose breathing? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I could not find you guys, and I couldn't get to the board. You know, one of those, like, chaotic oh, nightmare dreams. Where are they? And uh, But you guys were involved, and then all of a sudden, we were back at Lori's house. It was oh, the no. most... Random dream. A nightmare I've had. for Lori. <laughs> yeah, Lori, we were hanging out at Lori's house. Oh my word. This was last night, no joke. That's, That's so funny. So funny. Yeah. I mean, the only dreams I would ever have were physical dreams when I was so exhausted. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, waiting tables, mm-hmm. like I'd be, my feet, body would hurt and I'd dream someone filled up my section. And then I would have a couple screaming once yeah. when I was scared. Okay. But I don't feel like I've had those for so long. Yeah. Or, yeah, you do just might not remember just, it. I do think dreams more, just kind of turn more gray as you age? No, I don't think so. But I think that people, a lot of times, they jump out of bed as soon as they awake. Like, you gotta right. be gotta a go. slow waker. All right. That's the one thing that I have read in all right. this journal. Remember the dream doctor that used to be on our station? Yes, I do. He died. Of some horrible young disease. Yeah, well, I can't remember. Back to you. Well, you know, that's better than next. So you're improving, Julia. <laughs> you know, when she says next, <laughs> yeah. people doing dirt alert of this. I'm it's working so on a new rude. transition. Yeah. Back it's so to rude. You. I'm going to give a TED talk about why next <laughs> is just as bad as, you know, 
Fine. Moving on. Fine. Fine. You just interrupt me and just start talking about something else, which is kind of like you're next. Yeah, but I handle it in a better way than just sharply wrapping a gavel. throwing the anchored desk back to you. All right. Well, this is just a little study. (laughs) Thank you for the compliment anyway. Yeah. This is a study from the Journal of Consumer Research, and I wanted to just grab a little story today about this and a study says that you should never be too busy for self-gifting buying yourself a present at this time of year yes go right ahead in fact when you're stressed out about the fact that you've got a lot of things to do because stuff is coming up yes one of the ways to de-stress is to buy yourself a little something i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I need it to do this. It calms you down. I love this idea. Yes. This is from the Duke University School of Business. So we're not talking about, you know... Some, you know, Gander that's, Hill, that's Ohio. Kind of, that's kind of, we're a very good university. <laughs> a lot of geese go there. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm telling you, thank you for getting it. Um, Lori, that is a, that's a very odd connection, but I bet it's true. Yeah, when people are anxious about money and time pressure, they think they won't be able to focus on, like, giving themselves a little gift. But actually, um, you should because it'll make you feel better. So that's why, like, someone will... Maybe they buy a nice little lipstick or they buy some sure. new stuff. You know, you just buy yes. something little. You're just like doing a little, a little uh, treating of yourself. I love that. And you don't be too busy for it. It's good for you. Love it. Thank you. And those were free. Yeah, those, that's Thank all you, free. Lori. Thank you for free reading. Advice. We really appreciate it around here. All right, when we come back, we've got the rest of the headlines for you right here on My Talk 1071. Wonderful. All right, yeah. so I have a couple things to tell you, okay? Mm-hmm. The Real Housewives of Miami is on Peacock tonight. That's what you're going to tell me. <laughs> Did you watch Salt Lake last night? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't watched it. It's kind of unwatchable. Oh, Julia, you know we go through this I with know, you I in know. the third season of Every Housewife. This is what this is what the housewives do. I like them till they fight. Yeah, until I mean, they get so they, drunk. They're where's stupid. Where's the drama? We want. We need the drama. Well, okay? you're going to get it. Good. You're going to get it. I'm and looking. next time, I throw your shoes off our boat. Try not to be mad. Yeah. Um, all right, so here's a couple things that came out today. So this weekend, um, you know, Steve Martin and, and Martin Short are going to be co-hosting Saturday Night Live with Brandi Carlisle as a musical guest. Tonight, they're going to be on Jimmy Fallon. Oh, The fun. funniest promo for it is posted on the Lori and Julia show. But singer her, H period, E period, mm-hmm. R is going to be on Jimmy Fallon tonight. And she is also... Going to be part, she's playing Belle in Beauty, Beauty and, and the Beast, Beast, which is a week from tonight on ABC. And she's telling us her real name. I she know. wants us to know this Gabri- is, is this, it Gabriella? Is that this her is, name? This is what she says. She says, um, she says, quote, it's a new chapter in my life and I'm allowing people to see under the layers a little bit. So I'm for example, see her. <laughs> I'm really finding that connection in the new chapter of my life. 
And what that means is I'm refining my voice. I'm not wearing my glasses because you can't wear them when you act. Mm -hmm. So she used that as a protective shield. And her name. So I think it's time for the people to get to know the person behind her. And her name is Gabriella Wilson. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I think is lovely. Yeah, she was on GMA yesterday. Oh, was she? About, okay, I um, thought this was just so sweet. Is it going to be on a whatever it's show? ABC. It's ABC. It's ABC. Yeah, so she was on with GMA. Yeah, and I and just a shout out to Beauty and the Beast at the Ordway too. Unbelievably so, so good. great. And if you don't know yet, um, Celine Dion was diagnosed with a terrible, uh, incurable neurological disease called stiff person stiff person syndrome. There's so few people have it. They don't even have a name. Other people call it. You turn in that you turn into a living human statue. Just terrible. Terrible. Gene Hack, Gene oh. Smart from Hack, is going to be on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, good. That would be kind of fun one to mm-hmm. see. And Alicia Keys is on um, Stephen Colbert. Yeah, and the Real Housewives of Miami is back on Peacock. Should be. An I would epic never season watch it because uh, Lenny. You know, we're going to see that. I don't watch up. it. I don't oh. watch it. I you know what? Not. You know who uh, is joyous on that show is Martina Navratilova's wife, Julia. Julia, she's really great. She's got the goats, and I just I get only a kick know out how cute she is. From she was on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. I think she's darling. And then on Law and Order SVU tonight, Amanda Rollins turns in her badge on her eleventh and final season playing, played by Kelly Giddish. So Amanda Rollins, she's you been Marishka's. You've been right yeah. hand person besides that'll uh, be something. Yeah. So um, that's happening. And then Netflix, Harry and Megan, I could I that that's available yeah. for watching. Decider said stream it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I re- I listened. I I'm, Oh my god, I'm the not... British papers were losing. But their I listened mind. to the GMA um correspondent. This oh, morning. that Robert Jobson with the big fat face, that guy with the huge This cheeks. is their love story. The the he most hates Harry and he Megan. Does. He's always he just he does. He's just really. I'm okay. I'm. Yeah. I'm. But people, you know, people have liked it that have watched it. But yeah. they said it's kind of, um, um, you know, it takes to like the third season. I was shocked to read that they met on Instagram. I thought they had a blind date. I thought that was hysterical yeah. too. I thought that was hysterical. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other thing is that we can't forget about superstar, and this is where they profile a superstar. It's Reba McIntyre tonight on oh. ABC. At nine o'clock. Okay. okay. And that I, I think is going to be good. That. Is it, this Robin Roberts? Uh, yes. Production company? Yes. Like and her. they've done different iterate. I mean, the, so this month it's right. Reba. Yeah. Who's better than Reba? Reba? I'm telling you, she's fierce on Big Sky this season, acting opposite her husband, who's playing her husband on the show. Do you love it so? It you keeps know showing what? up. She is. She is playing a wound up mama bear who's just this side of um, a. a you know, a broken paddle or whatever okay. the saying is. I don't know. I don't I've know. never heard that. <laughs> Up a creek without a paddle. There you go. Like <laughs> no, but I like it better this side of a broken Her paddle. paddle. She's just not all, not all not of the, the marbles. marbles are rolling around in the God, closet. Not the elevator doesn't go to the top floor. That, yeah. but, but she's got a fierceness and a cold hearted. She's just tearing it up, Reba. And you love that. See, oh, I, I love I, that. That's a David E. Kelly. It's just a good nighttime soap. You know, and I, my guy from Supernatural, Jansen Eccles, is in it. Like, yeah, I love him. yeah. One of my favorite lines, I think, from TV in the last week was from Yellowstone when Kevin Costner's character is talking to Beth Dalton's husband, Beth Dutton, Dutton, Rip. and he says, "You know, I have 
four kids. I have one I regret. I have one I have this. I have one I have that. And I've got one who lives her life so fiercely and is braver than anyone else. You know, something to that extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that she can live her, I mean, like not afraid of anything. Well, the fact that he confessed he has a kid that he doesn't like. Well, we already know which one that I is. I know, I know. Did you guys ever watch Monarch? Did you finish that? No. No. They canceled it. Well, well I yeah. couldn't even watch the first one. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to, but it, it just... It just didn't go. That makes sense. I just thought they, that they canceled it. They needed more Susan Sarandon, not less. In the first episode, we find out she's going to be dead. Oh, it was God. a tease. Yes, it was yeah. a tease. All right, everybody, have a great night. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.